Hey everyone, on this episode I have Paul and Jetty, um, a self-taught web, web designer, um, apparently he's done an app, he's probably, he's a poet, he's a musician, he's, he's oh, again, another all-around guy who is currently really just focusing on, from what it seems to me, web design and making websites, um, full of insights, full of insights, this dude inspires me he gets me invigorated i hope you guys enjoyed the conversation um nice and simple with some advice for the people that are trying to make it out there in the social medias quite frankly in the electronical age so um yeah enjoy oh okay i feel bad <laughs> um hey everybody this is self talking today i have paul how do you say your last name in jetty in jetty yeah in jetty in jetty um so you're speaking on um you're speaking on um yeah on, just on, to break the conversation yeah no, I don't, whatever man yeah, i was you're, talking about you're... how instagram has changed so i mean my job is digital marketing yeah. um so yeah, sure okay yeah. just, to just make clip sure. it on yeah just clip it on like in the between there you go nice okay um, so instagram has changed with the geolocations yeah well yeah yeah so yeah my job is digital marketing so yes, i like yes. it re- do research on stuff like that but yeah. um yeah, within the past year. Before that, Instagram wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to like Google a place and then find an Instagram post about it because like Instagram, it wasn't indexed. Google didn't index search, or Google doesn't index social media platforms, you know? Like, you know, if you have a, like Facebook is an exception, but like Instagram, they don't like index each post individually and like have it so that you can find it by Googling it. Um, yeah, like each post individually, you know. Um, but now they're like websites. What they do is they put hard pull like photos from Instagram and then use the geolocation as a way to organize photos. So oh. what, then you can go on, you know, if you look up your name, Instagram, then you like can see, you can like click on the geolocations of the things because Instagram has created them to be like uh, a category that Google can index and like categorize photos by so then it's like their tool for managing for organizing photos. Right. yeah oh, so okay. that's a thing that's changed recently that like if you post photos on instagram geolocation is actually pretty good for if you're trying to receive promotion yeah. or like get somebody important to see your content right. like use their geolocation you know like dm them right. send them the photo be like i used this geolocation this is your whatever you know right um, so I like, like it'll pe- they'll see it they'll like see event. it but they might not respond to you but like mm-hmm. it may, it's just important that they see it probably right um, right 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 for sure I don't know I've, I've, I've tried to avoid that personally I've never really appealed it's never appealed to me in a certain way the um, geolocation thing well like no like telling the per- like telling oh, the location sure. that I've been there and I did this you know kind of sure thing. yeah that's because you're not like a marketing agency who's trying who's getting paid to like right but over time, it should, it'll be like a natural kind of thing where like... Just to do it? Yeah, I mean, they'll be like, oh, they'll find he, you, right? Yeah, the thing is, you got to get your foot in the door, like, you know. Right. I'm sure that, you know, maybe Congress knows your name. Like, maybe your <laughs> podcast, like the people who run Congress, maybe their social media, whatever. I would be surprised and flattered if that was the case, man. Whatever, man. I, don't, I don't think so, bro. <laughs> maybe, pa- definitely passe, though, right? 
Probably pass A. Whatever. I'll and give him pass A for you know, I'll that's give where, some credit. You know, I, I've been there for I've been there. <laughs> yeah, you know episodes. like all the homies there also. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, yeah. you got connections there. That's and very true. Over time as you like, you know, get your foot in the door to these places, they'll be like, Oh, Greg has a new podcast here. Let's like promote it on our social media, you know, like uh, I don't it, that could happen. Definitely Congress, you know, they have a pretty pop in social media. Right. They could you could definitely they really they do. would do it on Facebook because Facebook is as a business, they don't yeah. get a ton of... If you go on their Facebook, they have all these posts that have like 10 likes, like 20 likes, because like they don't get natural exposure for their ads. They have to promote them. Mm. That's something that Facebook's changed within the past year is that businesses don't get natural organic traffic to their posts anymore. Really? They have to pay for sponsored posts to get people to even see it. Really? Yeah, because Facebook changed the algorithm so that if you're a normal person using your Facebook, yeah. you're going to see the posts from your friends and family. That's it. That's the majority of it, you know? Wow. And then maybe if there's a brand like Vans or like, you know, some like lifestyle brand that you interact with, like yeah, yeah. if you go to Vans.com at some point, yeah. like I get hit with Toms.com shit all the time, you know? Because like <laughs> I buy Toms on the website and Facebook tracks me as soon as I go on yeah, the website. Like, so oh, if you like this. Exactly. Like so they like there, yeah. will promote the Toms things organically because like I have done that already and right. they can get Tom's can make money off that um, so wow that's yeah as a business they don't get a ton of organic traffic so so like that so because my, my way of using Facebook for the podcast anyways is I'll do the post on Facebook yeah. on my page yeah and then I'll share it on my personal profile mm-hmm. and then with that like is that that gives it more exposure right it does but I mean okay so that's assuming that your audience is different and I mean you know we're like I'm sure that a lot of people who are following your podcast will then follow your normal Facebook because your podcast right. is very much about you right. the brand is you so it's like right. people are like oh that's Greg I'm gonna you know it's yeah. not like <laughs> a group of people or anything so yeah. um, they're more inclined to see you as like the same entity so of course that's where it's, it's very a true. little bit it's Literally. good but it's also like different in different. that sense oh okay okay <laughs> huh you got you got and tricks on me um um <laughs> no, i'm gonna not none of that I, I can't really have a, i don't have a question for you to like lead to somewhere else but i'm gonna yeah. go with something that i've asked most of the guests on the podcast sure. this is something that q asked you oh yeah about. um what's your first memory bro Oh yeah, yeah. I've heard <laughs> Q. I one of the first podcasts I watched or yeah. listened to was a Q podcast. Oh nice. Yeah, I think you asked him that question. Yeah, yeah. And I yeah. thought his response was funny, but I've, I've um, asked most people that question. Yeah. Uh, see, my first memory, like, it wasn't. I have like three memories that are from before I was two, and all of them like are kind of like evolved. blended into like. I don't know the, the s- when it's they a, it's are. It's a good start. It's a good start. Um, <laughs> I guess, but they're all like very traumatized. I feel like they're more traumatizing, you know, which is why I remember it. Because oh. it's like there's something about them that made them like stand out, right, which is why course. I remember them. Um, wow. But yeah, one time my mom dressed me up in a sari, yeah. which is like a traditional Indian like garment for women, you know. Um, oh, wow. And okay. Yeah, she like took pictures of me, but. Yeah, so, like, I saw those pictures again when I was eight, but I haven't seen them again, so... <laughs> but I, like, remember, like, the picture, Why and I, like... Why did she dress you in... Why? Because she wanted me to be a girl, you know? And that, <laughs> no. that's where it, like, comes from, you know? Like, <laughs> oh, bro. Yeah, and, you know, it's that could be fun. one of the problems that, I, that I've that i had in my life. Docu- right. Documented is one of the problems. Yeah. Or one of the, like, positive sides of, that's you know, where bro. my mom exposed me to the so fact young. that I could have been a girl. Right. <laughs> but, um... Wow. It didn't mean anything at the time, I'm sure, but... You're so little. 
Or yeah, I was tiny. Know. Yeah, I was like little. <laughs> Um, and she put like a bindi on me and stuff, you know, yeah. like uh, the, the, the dot, dot and everything. Yeah. Wow. But, um, and then, yeah, I have like a memory of, I just ran into, you know those like Flintstone cars that you have when you're a kid that you like yeah, you run, run with your, your yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I had one of those and I remember just like, just like running into a wall like really hard and like <laughs> kind of like Bro. jumping out of it, you know? Are you serious? Yeah, like I remember oh, like flying out of it, which is... Bro, yeah, I mean, how just fast were you going in that day? I don't know. I must have been going really fast. I felt like someone was pushing me, though. That was uh, kind of, I don't know. That might have been something. Don't totally remember the memory. But of course, of course. That sort of reminds me of, uh, of something that happened to my older brother. He was on a tricycle, and he was driving down the, the driveway of what is now my Nana's house. And um, I guess he was, he was going for it, and he lost control, <laughs> so he turned, and he went straight into a cactus. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't forget shit Straight like that. Into for sure. Yeah, no, I, I was told uh, that happened when I was like a, like an infant, and I was told about it later. <laughs> no, like you told me later, and I was like, "That happened to you, yeah. bro?" He was like, "Yeah." I mean, that's how you scare a kid to like not touch cactus ever, or like. Get close, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, he taught himself. Yeah, I got traumatized by cactus early on. For oh, sure. really? Or, I mean, just like stepping on it. So when like, were you born? Ninety-six. You were born ninety-six. Yeah, so I'm twenty-two. Where? In Tucson. In Tucson? Yeah. Oh, for but real? My, yeah, my mom was pregnant when she came to America, so... Oh, okay. Yeah. First generation, like, then. Yeah, d yeah, first generation. Respect. Same. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Same. it's just... Yeah. It, dude, it's crazy with Indian parents, you know? It's what? just like a different game. I mean, not like a different game than... I think it's like a foreign parents thing, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what I've noticed is like, depending on what culture your parents are, they adopt... Uh, American culture, like in their own way, you know, okay. or in a different yeah. way. Where okay, like I can see that. For Indian people, I've noticed it's kind of difficult for them sometimes to adopt American culture, like, you know, embrace it. Mm. Like, I definitely know Indian people that have embraced American culture, and like, yeah. you know, you know, like, <laughs> they just eat like everybody else right. in their house. Yeah, it's just everything else. But doing traditional doing Indian people shit. definitely like, you know, eat the food, keep like the smells and stuff around them, right. do like the same things, but. You know, I've met like a lot of Hispanic families that are like, you know, some of them adopt American culture, some of them like... Not so much. Some of them, but I've noticed that Hispanic culture is good at like mixing American culture with it, you know. Oh, okay. Or it's like better than Indian culture, I've noticed. You haven't noticed good like remixing it? It just re... I mean, it's just like very... Cla they clash on like a lot of the major, the key things, you know. You think so? Yeah, just from yeah. my experience, man. Like, yeah, no, it's, I uh, bet. It well, can be well, like what, tragic. What's sometimes. like an example? I can, I can, I can like how relationships work and like what they mean. You know, okay. that's like one of the things that really can separate like, let's say, a traditional family from their child who's raised in America. You know, yeah, yeah. it's like their perspective on relationships. Like, first off, a traditional family is probably gonna want like an arranged marriage sort of like deal right. situation, like right. just straight off the bat. Whereas like. American person is not gonna like, like you just it's get, not you just get with somebody. Yeah, or I mean, it's an experience, right? Like, right. Courtship is like something that can happen multiple times, and it's like ah. something that develops you as like a person or so whatever. That, you know? That's like a mean on justice. Yeah, they don't believe that. It's like you know, marriage there is very like it's clinical. Function. Yeah, it's like it's for a purpose. Got to get shit done. Like <laughs> we need to make money, get land. You know, wow. keep the blood bloodline intact, yeah. and that's what you know. You have like close family relation or marriages um, yeah. that are arranged, and wow. I mean that's just the culture. You know, even nowadays, like as it goes on, um, is it still like that in India? Definitely in India, yes. For sure. 
Yeah. Wow. And, you know, like the first generation that comes over here, I feel like some that. of them, some of them, you know, if you're 25 and you come over here, like yeah. chances are you still like believe like those things, you know, wow. but the kids you have probably aren't going to believe those things. Um, so yeah. it's like a weird like situation where maybe if you're 11 or 12 and you get brought here, yeah, you, you know. actually, you know, you That's adjust to American kind of lifestyle of relationships well, and stuff. You have a weird parent. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like where you develop like that pubescent like age. I get um, that. I it's get really that key entirely. for how you perceive what yeah. relationships mean. For sure. Um, are you are you the only child? Or yeah, I am. Are yeah. You, you Which is different child? than like a lot of other people in my family that who had like a ton of kids. Oh, for real? Well, yeah, my dad is like, my dad is in a, like has seven siblings. So it's like wow. a family of eight kids. And yeah, that makes sense. My yeah, dad, my, my dad's about the same. Yeah, <laughs> and my mom has like seven or six siblings. My mom so. only had three in total. Well, she had two sisters, so like, so there's only three in total on her side. But my dad had like, uh, my nana on his side had 13 kids in total. Yeah, dude, like, family's big, you know. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> like, it means a lot, and it runs deep for sure, you know. Like, for sure. It's a lifetime kind of thing for, cult, you know, cultures. Like, yeah, that's exactly. How, I don't know if like, American culture is totally like that. That's something I'm like learning, you know, as yeah. it changes, American culture is changing. Yeah. And kids are leaving earlier. Kids are like spending less time with their parents as right. they get older. Yeah. You know, when they're like 30, 40, maybe they don't even like talk to their parents. You it's know, really right? depressing. It's like, <laughs> it is depressing, but it's also like, it's a shift in society. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I think technology is part of that in one sense, you know, because also like in the past, dude, your parents needed a lot more. You know, but uh -huh. dude, I saw, I went to Fry's today and saw like a grandma call an Uber, you know? Wow. Which is like, that's, okay. That's jarring. And she needs it, you know? <laughs> yeah, and it's like, because her grandson's not going to drive all the way across town to pick her up. Good for her. Yeah, Good like, for her she needs right to now. get her stuff done, like, by herself nowadays, because, mm -hmm. like, and her kids kind of know that and, you know, have adjusted or whatever. It's wow. kind of like this, I don't know. That's something that I'm noticing. Um, yeah, of course. Like, like the funny thing is, I have my my, my nana. She's more well versed in like um, using Facebook. Okay. My yeah, parents, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Have no idea. Interesting. <laughs> my parents have no idea. Well, yeah. like, I think it comes from the the well, just the simple fact that my nana there's she has nobody else. It's not yeah. Like it's how she connects around. with people. Yeah. So she's like, give me something, and then like I guess my tia like so here's a laptop. Here's how you use Facebook. It's good for her though, because then yeah, people don't people can be less hands on and like yeah, you know, and I mean it sounds bad, but like uh, it's you a, know it's, it's more productive, right. is to, you know quote unquote like to not be with your grandma, sometimes. yeah, <laughs> to not be with your grandma all day, you know she's not gonna let you just grind on your laptop for eight hours, right? You got but you know but you gotta do yeah, it so sometimes man, it's gotta happen That's for sure. It, it, it allows for like a. Um, even think this is a word like independentizing or whatever like it, it for allows for people to become independent in that sort of way yeah definitely yeah. and older people are more able and same with young people too yeah but Indian culture is still very much like you take care of your parents after they raise you right. that's like what happens you know right yeah. if you can't pay for like servants and stuff for them then you, you do it yourself <laughs> yeah that's how it works that's but, all it says for that uh, they hold it over you, <laughs> your folks. Well, my dad. Okay, so my dad actually adopted American culture. Oh, really? Pretty well. Yeah, I mean, did. yeah. I mean, not really. She's just more traditional, like oh, style, okay. you know. And how she raised me was 
She, she felt like she was being traditional, but it was just like, it just didn't click for me, you know. Like, <laughs> you I guys put, you guys by hand. Oh yeah, <laughs> and she, yeah, she raised me as a single mom. Like my parents got divorced early oh, on, so okay. it was like, yeah, you know, oh, it was. There's that. There's that <laughs> it was, it, it was, you know, after like high school, it was good, yeah. but high school was definitely. She didn't understand, like you know, because I didn't, I didn't like want to finish high school. Because I was like, That's so funny. I mean, I just didn't like it. Didn't Did you not vibe with me. Didn't vibe with you. Well, I went to UHS, which is like kind of a nice high school, or like it's a, it's like a college preparatory high school, oh, and you have to like take a test to get in. Supposedly, and stuff. I went to the same kind of thing too. Oh, where'd you go? I went to San Miguel. Okay, where's that? It's in Southside. It's okay. Like Valencia, San Fernando, something like that. It's like a, it's a private. School, okay. I think so. Did your folks pay the, for the that? Science, the science specifically, yes. But the funny thing is, it's um, not the funny thing is, but just the, the straight, real, real honesty thing about it is, it was it was more directed for lower income, lower income um, sure. families. Cool. Um, I'm not not a lower income family. Oh, okay. But yeah. I got in. Nice. <laughs> yeah. And um, and it was great. It was a lot of fun. Um, the population there was all like Mexican American. Yeah. And there was like you had like like two African Americans, nice. legit African Americans, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then like maybe like five white people. I feel that. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Cool though. Um, super small. Super yeah, small. it's a good culture. Mm. Mm. That was high school. That was my high school. That was my high school for three years in a, in a semester, and I got kicked that. out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I was going there, and like you know, I liked it and met people that I knew, but. It was like too like not hard for me, but like I didn't want to commit my time to it. Right. I, I do. I was doing like a lot of like journal writing or just like I like wanted to write. Introspective. I guess when it started in okay. the, like junior sophomore year, yeah, it wow. was like mainly just like journaling, like yeah, how yeah. I felt about stuff. But awesome. then once at the end of sophomore year, though, I like my grades were bad. My mom was like, "We're gonna switch schools," so I switched to Sabino, and then nice. which is just like I mean. How was that it's just difference? like upper class, like it's a way different culture shift because it's way like, it's just more like it nice. Back. I mean, no, there's, yeah, it's more like back, but there's more money there. Oh, wow. And there's more like, it's uh, like higher society culture, I guess really? is a good word. I mean, yeah. It's bougie. I mean, yeah, it's, I mean, it's just like <laughs> cafet or whatever kind of style, you know, right. just like kids who have money kind of go there. Yeah, and it's yeah, like yeah. in the nice area of Tucson, like, and, of course. Uh, Northeast, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, and at that point, I pretty much just like quit. Like, I would go to my classes, but like, not listen at all and just like write and like Damn, just think man. about stuff. It was fine, I got Good like C's you. and stuff. Yeah, just skated by, huh? Yeah, I did. And it's life right there, <laughs> yeah, and just like meet people and like talk to people and of stuff. Course. And yeah, I had a my biggest problem was with teachers and like because they, you know, you had a problem with authority. Yeah, I probably do. <laughs> yeah, I think they found that out before I found that out. That's hilarious. You know, which is if I found that out earlier, I could have like held it back and like, understood. You know, yeah, yeah, could be like, whoa, is this just me having a problem with authority? <laughs> but um, instead, it just yeah convinced them that I was like not. I mean, it was like, it was more than like a smartass. I was like more like 
more intense than smart ass. I, I bet. And I bet. <laughs> I can feel so, it. I can feel it. But the way that you're describing it, I can. That's because I didn't know yeah. what was going to happen. Because I didn't want to be in high school. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to go to college. But my mom's like, you got to go to college. Go. Like, there's no way you can't not. Yeah. And so, you know, and all my teachers are like, you got to go to college. Like, you're yeah. smart. You know, they're like, you're smart, man. Like, <laughs> you could totally do it. And I'm like, shut, right. shut up. Like, <laughs> Like, it's why like, are we I'm even posing. talking about this? Like, like don't be projecting. It's, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, you get. So what convinced you to go to college? Well, I didn't, didn't go to college. You didn't go? What? You didn't go at all? No. Oh, respect. Yeah, so, like, I went to Pima for like a couple weeks. And okay. then I just dipped. Well, I started getting into web development like right around then. Really? Like, well, I was working with a friend on an iPhone app. He was working on... Yeah, we were working on a whole bunch of random shit. I'm into a whole bunch of random shit. It's like, great. On the side. No, yeah, it's yeah, fun. Yeah. I just like fuck with random shit. But so then, so then, so then, just pure out of curiosity, you just went straight into like web design and stuff like that. Well, the app, like, we were building an HTML. It was a web-based. Like, we came up with a solution for a Japanese garden in town. Like, they needed to have like a wellness book. They needed like a, a hundred-page booklet, but she didn't have the money to print it out. But we needed it to be on people's phones for free so they could like flip through it as they're walking through the garden and stuff. So we built like a web-based mobile version that you can just like load up and like flip through the pages or whatever. So um, yeah, and she could update it herself, just like upload pictures or whatever. Um, You and your friend did this? Yeah, yeah. Um, And that was like the end of senior year, or like the summer of senior year. That's so cool. Yeah, I mean, we had nothing else going on. Like, yeah, you're just going. Didn't for even it. like smoke weed or. You just going Drink for it. casually. We just drank casually. Yeah. Disrespect. <laughs> yeah, and then after that, drinking began. Of course. Like more, more intensely. <laughs> yeah, uh, of course. But. Wow. So then, like, so then, out of just pure curiosity, you got into this world, right? Well, so okay, so after that, so yeah. that solution, I, you know, what I was about at that time was like making solutions for people who ran businesses in like a low-scale, cheap way. So you know? practical, bro. Yeah, and it, so I mean, practical. nice, thank you. Yeah. And so then I got like uh, this lady who owns like a retirement home in Wisconsin. Uh-huh. She's actually one of my, she like, she tells me every week like she wishes she was my mom. Like we're like very close now. <laughs> it's been like seven years That's of me awesome. working for her, you know? So yeah, like, yeah. I started working for her when I was like a kid. So like, serious? I mean, she like kind of took me on in the sense of like, she was just like, hey, I need a website. And I was like, yeah. I can do that for like a couple hundred bucks. And she was like, okay, I trust you to like do it, you know? And yeah. then she like paid me and trusted me to like just do it for her. So, wow. Um, yeah, that was like one of my first clients. And then, you know, from that experience of doing that, I like, it's all about YouTube. I just spent hours on YouTube Googling like, how do you build a WordPress website? How do you like, yeah. Dude, I just found like an hour and a half video. You just YouTube how do you build a WordPress website? And like, he'll teach you how to like start a server, how to download the plugin, how to use the plugin, how to build a site, and then it's done, right? It's like oh my very easy. God, this so is, this is so great. Nice. <laughs> so like, I yeah. have a thing for like unconventional ways of like getting on with life. Cool. And you're like an embodiment of this. Yeah, dude, and that was something that, you know, right out of high school I really wanted to like do for myself because what like happened with school was that it didn't give me space to be like my creative being of course in terms of like i didn't get time to express myself or time to like write and my mom like opposed all of those ideas because it didn't contribute to my school so i like made it my goal to like like, make it so that i can relax as a creative person at Mm. the same time 
as being productive as like right make a living yeah exactly um, wow well making a living is dude, that's what's cool about being so young is that like I can literally live off like five hundred dollars a month if I need to you True. know which like gives me so much room to like work for free for people to build Very up my portfolio. True. And that's something that I think a lot of young people, like, you know, when they're like, I don't know how to, like, not do, how to, like, live without school, you know, or I don't know how to start a career without school. It's all about, like, just doing the free work, finding free work, work, building up your portfolio, and taking that free work and, like, just thinking about what you can do with it once you have it, you know. Because experience is, like, so valuable. For sure, yeah. You have to go go seek it yourself, right? Exactly, yeah. So then... I did that website and I did a couple other websites um, and then I had those clients for like about two years and I started working at Beyond Bread, if you know Beyond Bread. Yeah, um, yeah. That was like my first real job and like, it was just like... Were you as a server? Like, yeah, as a server, yeah, I, as a sandwich maker. I just like nice. quit, I quit school and then, you know, after a year of quitting school, my mom was like, you're literally doing nothing, like, I mean, she was never giving me money, like I was right. finding money in my own way, but she was like, I can't. Like, you know, I don't, I feel bad, you know? She's, like, guilt-tripping me, like, oh, hell right. about, like, not going to school, whatever. And, right. <laughs> you know, I, I love my mom a lot, you know? It matters to me, so. Yeah. It was important that, like, I could appease her mm-hmm. at the same time of, like, Peace fulfilling yourself. myself. Of um, course. So, then at that point, I started a plot, dude. So, I just had the portfolio of, like, four sites, yeah. and I just built my own website, like, a portfolio website oh. that, like, was just, like... I was like, I'm just gonna put like two weeks into this and make it as like as sick as I can. And I just quit my, or I didn't quit my job yet, but like I was working a lot less, like maybe 12 hours or something, and then just like focusing on that site. And all all I did was make my portfolio look good. And then like I made like a photography side of my portfolio, which is me just taking a digital camera and like taking pictures of stuff. Just that, like that. Yeah. And then I asked my boss at Beyond Bread. I was like, Hey, can I like take pictures of the food for free and I'll give them to you on a flash drive and so then he asked the like CEO his name's Shelby at Beyond Bread and then their like social media liaison like contacted me and was like yeah we could we'll take photos for free if you want to do that and I was like yeah and so yeah so like I had a shift the next week and just like right after my shift I like got like in my normal clothes and just like got some food prepped and like took a whole bunch of pictures um Mm. And threw that up on my website as part of my portfolio, and then just started applying to uh, media agency jobs. And so the thing is, for like wow. an entry level job for that, you either need a bachelor's or associate's degree, cool. like as the that's it, yeah, or experience three to four years of experience, you know. So that's where like <laughs> I started, you know. I wouldn't say it's lie, but you gotta like, you gotta pump yourself up, pump yourself you, up. you know. And yeah. you got it, you know. So my first interview was with Lisa Frank. Um, oh right. Yeah, yeah, that like. Wow, really? Yeah, that big Bro. like <laughs> place. It's uh, crazy. She had a middle warehouse around here, right? Yeah. Well, they did by the airport. Yeah, and that closed. They actually work out of her house right now. I don't know if this is legally documentable. Say it. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was super low key when I was working Ooh. there. Like it was literally her. Okay. Yeah, it was literally her house, which is crazy. Respect, like respect. being in her house was like. Wow. It was literally like a 16-bedroom like mansion. You serious? Yeah, and she just oh gave me like a bedroom. She's like, "This is your office." It's, your office? Yeah, I was like, and then she just leave <laughs> and go to her bedroom, and that was her office. <laughs> yeah, and just like what have my you, food in her kitchen and stuff. What did you have to do? Okay, so 
So, so I got the interview, or yeah. she called me, she was like, hey, I think your portfolio like looks good, we should have an interview. And then there, you know, once I was in the interview, we talked about my experience, but then a second part of the interview for me is always, what can I offer you that isn't the job that you just offered me, you know? Mm. And I actually had an interview today, and I like made sure that I talked about like that very point, you know? It's like, okay, the job you have up is like for these certain things, like, Yes, I'm qualified to do these things, but look at these. Look at how I can scale your business, you know? And that's what I did for Lisa, because in that interview, I was like, you guys don't have a website right now. I could just build you a website, like it would take me a week. And she was like, yeah, we've been like needing a website for like so long, and like, that'd be so great if you could like help us do this, you know? Oh and she's all like, God. you know, like getting all like <laughs> flustered and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she like had no idea that like, I was just gonna be able to, and then I pull up on my phone like all these sites that I built, like my yeah. own portfolio site, like, like, flipping yeah, through, like, yeah, yeah, just like, look, 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 it's so nice, right? Wow. And, and then you know, and then the next day she emails me and is like, hey, like we want to give you this job, like just let us know if you want to do it. And so, yeah, I just went for like a training thing and just did that. But pretty much my job, the wow. job opportunity was a junior graphic designer pretty much a media asset okay so they have like you know any art piece by them like poster is like millions of illustrator files like combined into one mm. and like those professional illustrators who use like bamboo pads and stuff to like draw you know like draw and whatever right do their job they have to like it's illustrators just like layered files on top of each other it's yeah. super complex so yeah. they just hired me to I would take like a five gig file and organize it into like little pieces so then Lisa can like look at each piece and be like I don't like the color of that and then I'd like color mix it a little bit and then print it out for her and then she'd be like okay this is good now so <laughs> I was pretty much her hands on the computer because right. she didn't want to be on the computer anymore wow. she's pretty much done with that so yeah I was I would like I was you know I'd come in and sit next to her she was like my like she was like my boss, like direct boss. Wow. Yeah, I'd like make her coffee and stuff. <laughs> That's like, so crazy. Yeah, dude, it blew my mind. Like when <laughs> I got the job, I had no idea I would like even see Lisa Frank. Like right. I had no idea I would ever meet the person. Yeah, of course. But it was a, yeah, my, the lady who interviewed me, she's like, yeah, this is Lisa. She's like your boss. I'm going to leave now. And then she left. And it was just me and Lisa in this room. <laughs> and Lisa just like, yeah. Like, she's a crazy lady, man. <laughs> she's, I mean, she's Lisa? like very wealthy now i probably shouldn't talk too much about her but very inspirational to me as a designer um because she's very much like when you know if you show her a picture of dogs she's gonna she wants 10 pictures of dogs all in like very unique ways and she'll tell you how each one should be you know like change the ears three times change the nose like this many times change come up with this many styles for these things and then and then, you know, you throw it in front of her and then she instantly just like, you know, uses her hands. She's yeah. very like visual, very like manual with her hands, like a designer like that. Yeah. Um, so it's cool. Like, and she taught me a lot about color and color mixing because I mean, there's a lot of like theory behind it yeah. that you're supposed to go to school of for. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, she taught me a lot. Circumventing. And she would definitely make it, you know, she'd be like, I know you didn't go to school for this. Or, you know, she'd just like always drop the shit. Be like, comment on your okay, okay, Lisa. Like, I'm clearly in school right now, Lisa. Thanks. Yeah, exactly. She'd Thanks. be like, I'm paying you for, I mean, 
she would get pretty low-key on me about some stuff when I'd fuck up or like not do what she wants she'd get very low-key yeah you're not because what happens when you don't yeah exactly no (laughs) shit like that exactly just like be derogatory towards me it was just fun you know not only am I used to it but I expected it going into there because of course she's gonna be they hire like yeah they hire crazy designers who like lots of years of experience so um but I mean that you know getting that one job was the only job I needed to start my career in like whatever field. Like I could either be a graphic designer or a web developer from there. For real. And my job after that was in web development, but yeah. I could have, I had opportunities to be, yeah, in graphic design. Um, but yeah, it's cool. How long did you work for her for? Um, it was only like eight months. Um, yeah, it's not wow. that long, but that's because they're shifting a lot. Like they're, the people who are working there, they go in and out of people and she doesn't really know what she wants out of the business right now, and um, it's very like small scale. Yeah, they yeah. do everything very small scale right now. Wow, which is what happens when you're 70 and yeah. you still own it. Ideally, like you give it to somebody else to right, run it at that point, huh? Yeah, and that's why I went in there because I was like, yeah, I can build you a website because they're not they don't make they don't sell products themselves anymore. They license the brand to distributors. Those distributors then use the branding. To like, like I would send branding materials to like, you know, random wet t-shirt websites, and they would just throw the designs on t-shirts, print them out, and then sell them. Be like, le- put the Lisa Frank tag on it, and wow. then. So Lisa doesn't actually make products at all. Um, so you know, and wow. I was trying to get them like, they have this giant warehouse just of like vintage, like all the vintage shit, you know, which is like very expensive nowadays. Oh. And some of it's so like, <laughs> man, dude, it's crazy. Like I'd go to the bathroom and just like be walking by like just walk by this door and there's like there's like a two thousand dollar like jacket like a felt there's like a felt vintage 19 like whatever 95 like felt jacket yeah so nice i looked it up on ebay and like there's one there's only one and it like was opened like it didn't like it didn't have a cover on it and the one i saw was like completely brand new like it had a sticker a cover and everything it was wow. like yeah so it's definitely That's like crazy. they have a whole bunch of shit like that you know that so like you start people, yeah and like website. i was like we should do like Make a vintage bank. vintage site you guys pull in like just money free money <laughs> but you know they Stop. are focused on a ton of other stuff of course so yeah and she doesn't want to give it up to somebody who has like more free time you know Mm. because she's very like she wants to control everything yeah Yeah. which is what she wants to do so sounds like the character that she would be until you get rich (laughs) or have a successful art brand for real one of those things god damn Um, god damn so like what was your what 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 made your decision go into web design instead of graphic graphic design when when you had that that choice in front of you? Uh, pretty much just like my abilities. Like I just only recently started graphic design at that time, oh, okay. and so what I was good at was technical skill because I was really good at Illustrator and Photoshop, like managing the art files because like I used YouTube a lot. Dude, that was it. Like. And it I honestly, love that. Yeah, <laughs> you it, went to YouTube University, homie. That's yeah, how you did. <laughs> for sure. But it comes from like my own passion to, like how I'd motivate myself. Like one of my first it's, designs was like a. It's like self-discipline. Though. Yeah, it was like a band. You know, I liked. And there's like a graphic or like an image I took. I was like, I should turn this into like a crazy thing. And then I like, I'm like. I like throw it into Illustrator, you know, and I'm like, how do I do this thing? And I Google that and like, how do I like make it look like this? And like, yeah. you know, just Google all the different like ways to do things. Yeah, yeah. And then you just get exposed to them. And I would forget so often, you know, and have to re-Google the same things. But 
once you Google something three times, for me, that's like the limit of times until like it's kind of like ingrained in me, you know. Right. But like it's pretty, like it's a, an effective resource to like learn how to do computer-based tasks. Of course. Which you can like sell. Mostly nowadays. Definitely, it's video editing, yeah. photo editing, yeah. anything like that. You know, web design. Coding, any coding of any sort. Coding, I don't know shit about, bro. Did you learn that on YouTube too? <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. But yeah. I mean, it's easier to do it through documents, like to read something and like, oh, okay. like I mean, uh, like, what's that called? It's on the tip of my t GitHub. You know GitHub? GitHub? Yeah. No, GitHub is just an open, one of the first open source code uh, depositories. Oh. So you can like. If you're building a code thing, you can just like link to it at the top of your code, and then it'll just pull whatever it says in that GitHub thing into your code. So you can just like put a URL to GitHub in your code, and it's just a full like library of you know. It can just be a full program that you're just calling to, and it's just like running it. You know, wow. Um, it's like you can just it's open source. A lot of developers just like will make a crazy program and just throw it up there. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you just Google like. Uh, I need like an Arduino. Do you know what an Arduino is? No, man. Okay. Do you know what Raspberry Pi is? No. <laughs> they're just like little computers, but you know, any, okay. they're like little robot computers. Oh, okay, cool. cool use cool. them to build robots. But okay. When you do stuff like that, with sorry like, for being so ignorant, my brother. But uh, no, it's fine. I was in a. This is one of my first first jobs. Not even a job, or it was a job, but I worked in a VR startup. For real? Um, yeah, they're called Vidi VR. It was a based on a, it was a virtual reality social media um, that came out of the U of A, actually. Really? Um, yeah, and we got like a $5,000 grant to build our virtual reality camera headset that wow. you wear on your head. Oops. You could do yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, so that was like my first job, and I was doing like, hard, I was building like hardware, like soldering wires, like building like wow. mechanical pieces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was fun. But that was just Google, also, man. Yeah, it's so just be good. like, how do you wire a USB camera <laughs> to like? It's just Google. Oh my god. For sure, man. Have you ever heard of um, uh, Marshall McLuhan? No. No. I don't know who that is. No, I think you. Is really, that like some like? I think you really would enjoy. What him. does he do? He's he he uh, he's dead now, but he oh. was a very. Um, I think he's dead. Um, he he was very prolific in his uh, analysis analysis on mediums and what they did to us in history and their effects. Hmm. And one of the one of his major books, I believe, uh, was was uh, the or one of his famous quotes. I guess you could say was the, the medium was the message. Uh, he made a book titled that way, except the title had a typo and it ended up being the medium is the massage. And he went for it because sure. he, he made him giggle, so he just kept it that way. Um, but he also made an audio book of that. And it, he's essentially just talking about how the mediums in which we use uh, to like to communicate and stuff like that um, build us back. The tools we we build build us back. Yeah. So like the reason why like one of the examples was um, like Rome. The reason why Rome was able to conquer so much is because they invented roads mm -hmm. and like the, the cobble roads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And another thing, like, and then the only reason why the citizen was able to exist was because of the printing press and the interchangeable sure. letters of the yeah, printing press. Yeah, like, uh, enables them. It enables that, right. Sure. And then, like, so now, and then he's talking about, well, now that uh, the electronic media is uh, showing up and it's starting to, like, change the structures that we know so well. Oh, yeah. 
which it's crazy. we're currently going through now. Mm-hmm. And like, so he made this audio book. You can hear it on Spotify. It's just called The Medium of the Massage. And um, he's literally talking about the things that are happening, at least in my opinion, right now. And it, he's just so spot on about it that it's just, it's, it's really shocking to me that not many, not many people know about this guy. Sure. Um, and you seem to be like the one I of the examples. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sure. <laughs> of this uh, living in that new medium kind of wave that's going on. I feel that. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely. You know. Uh, that's something I believe in a lot. And like with my friends, I try to like encourage them. First off, to express themselves in like mm. different ways, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. To use as many like whether it be songwriting or creating any sort of art, painting, drawing, whatever. Yeah, yeah, Just yeah. like to start or like, you know, uh, begin understanding that side of yourself. Cause yeah. I mean, you know, something about me was, so like I started writing stories pretty much junior year of high school, like nice. story stories, like multiple pages and they'd be wow. like based off of things or experiences or ideas yeah. that I have about like culture and yeah, stuff. And um, that like turned into poetry over time, right? Into yeah. like just, uh, more rhythm, right? Yeah. Just adding rhythm and yeah. using that to like space out ideas um, over like shorter spaces mm-hmm. instead of like yeah. long ones. Using and less words. Yeah, and yeah. then that eventually evolved into songwriting for me and like nice. turning like that into like writing music and because I was playing guitar the whole time but never like really yeah, never connected them. that. Yeah, because uh, I was always like, oh, I can't sing. That was yeah. it. Yeah, you like, just I can't gave say. up, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and dude, for a long time, I just convinced myself of that, and it was like one of the first times that I, like, yeah, I just, it was uh, like psychedelic substances that really like helps. convinced me. <laughs> well, it was like that barrier, right? It's just a yeah. mental barrier, yeah, it's it's a barrier. Is, you know? And it was like, why am I not doing this? Like, it's, right. I've, I feel like so much potential inside myself, but I'm like limiting myself naturally, and so then you just like release, right? Yeah. And yeah, it's been good for me to like practice doing that and wow. practice writing music with other people and stuff. Wow. But it's it's cool, and I mean, just going back to the mediums thing, it's all about like definitely an art. A lot of it is collective conscious, you right. know, um, and it's like all together in terms of like if it's the idea that you're truly expressing how you feel or what you think through the art then it can happen through any form um whether you know and it's about like just exploring yeah of course finding out does not the medium you use though constrict the idea to certain certain well i would say the opposite that it like allows you to find a different realm that you haven't been to right Right. entirely Um, but yeah. yeah, sure, it does restrict you, and that's yeah. why you use which, other mediums, which allows right? you to like, yeah. Yeah, and then you might find one that where like you feel infinite, you know, is kind of the thing. And you know, I think wow. a lot of people find that like space yeah. eventually yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, as artists and like, especially with musicians, I found you know. Yeah, yeah. So and that's kind of the place you have to get, especially nowadays. Like a lot of me, like you know, Mike. Like Mike has so much music out, you know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and it's just like, man. Like that dude could probably put on music forever, you know. Probably and like, could. He's and that, to charming. me, that's the sign of like a true artist, you know, who's found his craft and is like still developing it and like growing in that space. Yeah. Because he could like be that forever for him, and he's so young and I just starting, you know. So. Very true. Um, 
it's gonna be crazy to see it's where he goes for sure. Him, uh, yeah, so excited for that. Yeah, definitely. It's cool. Yeah, it <laughs> so, excites me all the time listening to his music and stuff. Yeah, and just thinking about like the, the people behind it. Yeah. It's cool. No, no, entirely, entirely. How do you yeah. how do you feel about like how did you discover Ohala? How that happened for you? Oh, DJQ. It happened through DJQ. Oh, okay. Um, he had a show at Congress, I think. I think I just followed him on Insta, honestly. Nice. And I was like, if you need a poster, like, for things. Because I think Max was, like, on and off on the posters for them. Mm. It was like, I don't know. He was doing a lot of them. But yeah, yeah. It was like the casual, like, you know, passe DJ night yeah, yeah, posters. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's, I was just like, I'll, I'll, like, I'm down to, like, do anything for you guys, like, free shit, like, nice. there's nothing, like, no strings attached, you know, and nice. then I, like, ran into my congress, you know, and we just talked, I think you were there, uh, maybe, really? one of the first nights, yeah, we, we ran into oh, each other nice. at congress, but, um, yeah, you know, and then, you know, you just click, Can't and then, that. yeah, uh, fucking great, just, I'm always, I'm always a person that, like, gets things moving, you know, I know, especially with the art community, man, there's, whole bunch of people who like talk big but it's hard for them to like keep really things keep moving going. you yeah, know like yeah. and that's what it's about like even if you start some shit five years ago you know like some fashion brand or like right. some music label what you know it's all about like how long you keep it going and how committed you are like while you're doing it you know and just like i think people a lot of people underestimate the power of keeping it going uh. and how important that can be in being successful um Wow. Because, I mean, it doesn't come from, like, stopping, you know? Like, right. you don't win by stopping. You win wow. by, like, going forever, going pretty much. Forever. Yeah. Which you win by, by committing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, damn. So, yeah, you know. You're, like, you're speaking to the future me. Yeah. Right, and, the, you know, that's why I'm scared for, like, the future Mike Check fans, you know? Because uh. they have a lot of content to go through if they're going to try and, like understand like he's gonna show up in the scene of, and then yeah, be like oh man who's this guy like, this in his uh, library they'll be like this is way too much yeah right you know I, I don't know I feel like that sometimes with people you know like a new uh, artist you know you're like yeah. oh man they got a lot of music but right. um, yeah I'm excited for it and yeah you were there at the meeting with them yesterday yeah the sights moving on yeah that was a coincidence Great for sure coincidence but, um, homie. Uh, that shit happens got that water sure. bottle um, <laughs> um what are some for people who create and people who can't who are listening to this and are in a, too far away to even see you in person sure what would you tell them when using the new medium that is the internet sure to their advantage well so something well on a side note of that something i'm trying to do is like for people who can't reach me you know like actually you inspire like I, I, we talked about this yesterday. I'm writing blog. I'm writing currently. I'm writing articles about how to succeed using the internet, how to use it to promote yourself, how to do these things. Right? We were talking about this yesterday. Wow. Um, and even you inspire. You know, we've talked a lot about your podcast. Yeah, yeah. And a lot about how to optimize your podcast for Google and yeah. how you know Google will interact with it. And yeah. you know, I can. I'm gonna write an article like a couple pages it. long. Yeah. And then wow. you know, then we don't have to keep talking about that shit. You know, That's I can just true. be like. Bro, just there look at the art. Yeah, like, you're wasting my time. You're wasting your time, you know. Just go to the article, check it out. And I'm going to be using that system for my clients, you know. Like, yeah. when I get a new client, instead of, like, sending them, like, this long email breakdown, what I'm going to do is write, like, a 2,000-word article about, like, their industry and be like, this is the answer to all of your questions. Um, <laughs> and it, I've done it once with one of my clients, and it worked. Dude, how it worked is, I, I, told, I explained this guy to you guys, but yeah, um, it's yeah. like... 
you know, you have that document for them, or you email them, you're like, hey, you have all these problems, I wrote this document that solves that problem, and then they email you back with money. Like, that's like the ideal situation, you know? You want to make it so when they go to the document, they're like, oh, look, all my problems are here, and look, this guy can solve all of them. And then this is how much it costs me, this is like the time it takes to do it, you know? This is like the process of the service. Outlining stuff like that is also really important for potential clients so that they understand who you are as a business entity, not like just some random person who's gonna help them uh, right. do what they want. But um, stuff like that can really like prove to clients that you're credible, mm-hmm. you know, besides having a portfolio, besides having this thing. Right. If you can like build out a document that like explains how you're gonna fix what's wrong, then that's all you need. Um, wow. Definitely. That's a, a, a pointer right there. So back to like we were talking about people that need help yeah. with like stuff like that, you know. Um, yeah. It's really like an important thing, even for you, man. This is gonna be a tip for you straight. This is something I was gonna tell you today. Is Beautiful. Like, Thank understand you. your audience. Okay. You know? Any regardless of the type of entity you are. So like you have your podcast Instagram and you have your personal Instagram, right? Yeah, yeah. Understand your audience. Does your podcast Instagram care? You know, if you post a story about the podcast, is that different than if you post a story about like, hey, come to Congress for this show for DJQ, right? Right. Like, can you use it as a platform to promote other things, you know? Right. Because that can be a way to like generate an interest, you know? Right. If you give your audience content that they want to be seeing, they're going to keep coming back to your page, you know? So right. it's like, if you if people really like your podcast a lot, hit them with the podcast content. Hit them with content from like local creators around Tucson, whatever, whatever you know, you got to understand the diversity of your audience. And yeah. that's what's cool about your audience is that they're very much like creatives, people who are just interested in the community. Yeah. So it's like very expansive. Where like, yeah. you have a place where like, you know, maybe if you're looking for more podcast viewers, you know, Maybe you like reach out to, you know, maybe Arizona Public Media is like a place where the people like that would listen to a podcast like yours, you know, like right. where you're promoting local artists, you're promoting like community leaders, right. you're promoting people who are doing stuff like that. Like yeah, yeah. you want to talk to people who care about the local scene, you know, so it's really about understanding your audience and then, you know, as much as the internet is cool, I'm, I'm getting more and more into cold calling, cold emailing, cold DMing, especially in Tucson, dude. Um, Tucson is low competition for everything. That's all I've been doing, homie, for all these podcasts. Nobody's doing what you're doing in terms of like, how many emails are these places getting like, oh, this is a podcast who like wants to do something with us. In LA, it's a different game. Yeah, right. There's all these media agencies, all these, yeah, everybody, it's like a gold rush in the sense of the media. Here it's very much like if you have an idea for a local business and you can like solve something for them, you know, or help them do something, remedy a situation, then you should do it for free and then get your foot in the door for, you know, whatever you want to do in the future. Especially, you know, if you're like an artist, like, you know, get in contact with your local art galleries. Be like, hey, are there events coming up? Can I volunteer? Can I like, is there a way to donate? Is there, you know, get your foot in the door, get your name in their ear. And then when they're like, you know, when they're searching Instagram, whatever, you know. Um, I'm very much about Instagram, like, networking, you know. Yeah, if you, yeah. like, follow somebody. That's what I've done, bro. <laughs> like their posts, comment, and, like, let them know that, like, you appreciate 
them as a creator and like their perspective okay. and then they're gonna give your you're they're, they're gonna give your profile one look right they're gonna click on your name and like scroll through it and be like uh, this guy seems like a random Tucson guy that I don't really like you know right. or you know if you have clips of the podcast and stuff you're like oh this is like this legit podcast that's like in Tucson like looking for new people to interview you yeah, know right. and that you know that's where that's an interesting breakdown point for you maybe in your bio you talk about like you know that you're always open f for collaboration you know, that could be like a good gateway for an artist if you follow them and they click on your profile they're like oh this dude could like interview me potentially you know and like I see DJQ on here like I see these people that right. I know you know right, right, like right. it'll connect them to you a little bit easier but uh, just comes down to understanding your audience and understanding okay. the people who appreciate your content the most okay um, it's really hard to you're not gonna get ex exposure from me reposting this podcast right now you know right like that's not gonna be great for you but <laughs> it, and that's why you know it like won't yeah. matter a ton but I'm gonna do it regardless and you know it's gonna be a part of the experience you have with people that you work with right but you know your overall exposure should come from not like direct networking but rather like being creating content that's like a staple in the community um, that's from you as a content creator right um, okay. okay you know because like if you that's where you can make you know your podcast more directed mm -hmm. if you wanted to or you know whatever yeah. there's lots of things but right right like, fucking points man fucking points oh man how, how long have we been on 51 minutes we're good cool um, you want to leave the people with like any last words, something? Uh, if not, you can let them know where to, where to find you, where to follow you. Yeah, I mean, just Instagram. Instagram. Paul and Jet. I'm sure that you'll have my tag or whatever. My, but um, my Instagram for sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm a big advocate of like people, you know. And now that you know more about me, because we haven't like talked a ton before this, you know. But true like, that, I'm a big advocate of like understanding how to succeed, how to get a career like a legitimate career without going to school, you know? Cause like, you know, like I was talking about yesterday, like at my job interview, like I'm, I'm gonna be asking for like $18 an hour over that, you know? Yeah. Cause like I've spent time building my portfolio and now he needs me and right. like to do that for him. So, you know, I'm like solving a lot of problems for them. And the more problems I solve as time goes on, the more intriguing I am mm -hmm. to them. You know, and that's what you need to do to succeed. It's not about like you can create intrigue with a degree, but you create yeah. way more intrigue if you get that like if you show them you have like a spark in you. You know. Yeah, man. I like you, homie. Nice. I like you a lot, man. Thank cool. you for being on. Yeah, uh, definitely. Um, thank you guys for listening. Um, you can find them on Instagram. I'll I'll put the links everywhere where they need to be. Um, yeah, and if yeah. you need a website, definitely hit me up. Um, Very cheap in yeah. the past. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Catch you on the next one. How about those tips, though? How about that? This dude is living in the future. And that makes me so excited. As you heard, I mentioned uh, the, the medium is the message again. I apologize to the people who um, have heard me mention that across the series of podcasts that I've mentioned it. If it bothers you, apologies, but I'm really... I'm slightly fanatical about that that whole thing. Um, <laughs> besides that, I really hope you enjoyed this um, this conversation. Paul's a great guy. Um, really, if you want a website made, 
he's got you and he can uh, i've seen his work he's um in in the in, in quoting uh what's his name george carlin 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 yes he's a fucking visionary entirely and um i'm fully inspired i might just uh do what he says with the tips he gave me personally for the podcast so we'll see what happens there Mm. Mm. but anyways guys thank you for listening um i don't think there's anything going on that i'm at least not that i'm pub anything that i need, need to publicize so yeah um check out the vlogs if you haven't i'm posting them on youtube and on my personal instagram which is happy greg 13 the instagram uh ig channel igtv right on, on my igtv happy greg 13 and you know my youtube channel happy greg um besides that you know if you want right drop a review on itunes that'd be great um comment on soundcloud if you want <laughs> that'd be funny um yeah you know let me, oh actually for the people that are still here if you're interested um or if you want draw me some questions that you would like to know like you just want answers to because um i'm hoping to do a uh like a question a q a type thing if if possible anytime soon you know whenever yeah. all right thank you guys hope you have a good night good morning good day good night and you know whatever <laughs> peace